Hey everyone, are you fired up? Because I sure am. I'm super excited. I have my friend Carrie Green here and she is an award-winning entrepreneur. She is the founder of Female Entrepreneur Association and the author of the international best-selling book, um, She Means Business. I love that name, by the way, Carrie, from Hay House. And she has started... Um, the Female Entrepreneur Association in 2011, and she has has a seven-figure-plus business, and she is helping transform women across the nation, and I am just so excited to have her here. Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. Carrie, thank you for being here. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited to chat. I know. I am excited too. I actually, um, it was funny because Carrie and I, we've kind of hung around the same circles and recently Carrie was on stage with me. We both spoke on Tony Robbins and Dean Graziasi's stage. They had us as a part of their challenge. We were both on the bonus day and I got to hear her speak and she was wearing this beautiful um, necklace and it was a... Uh, uh, infinity sign. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's my sign that this is all going to be okay. Cause I was super nervous and she just made it so much better for me. So, um, oh. okay, Gary, let's get into it. <laughs> oh, I love that. It was such a fun day. Wasn't it? Like it was <sighs> incredible experience that it was, and you did so good. It was, I, I, you did oh, such a good job and it, it kind of like paved the way for me. So I was like, so appreciative of you for that. And then we got to kind of know each other um, there thereafter. So yeah. I want you to, I want to find out from you. I mean, there's such a small amount of women that do seven figures in a year and, you know, you have been able to create your own seven figure business as well as help other women across the, the nation um, ha have thriving businesses. And can you talk to me a little bit about, you know, what inspired you to do, to do that number one? And also having started the Female Entrepreneur Association, talk a little bit about that. Like I know you really want to support women and I love that. So if you can kind of talk to me about your journey. Okay. <laughs> so um, like it all really came about for me because so in 2005, I actually started an online business. Um, I was selling phone unlock codes um, you know, like when your phone would be locked to a SIM card and you wanted to use a different provider or you wanted to travel. Like, so we, that's why, it, which was legal. Um, but I, I ran out of money at university and then ended up starting up this business as a reseller and didn't know anything about online businesses. And it was really fun because I was starting to learn like how to build a website. I was using Google AdWords and all of a sudden I was like making money and I would you know, be going to lectures in the day. I'd be going out with my friends at night. I would get back home to my little tiny little student bedroom and going onto my laptop to check how much money I'd made that day. And it was so crazy. I was like, this is insane. Like you can make money online. And by the time I graduated, I was studying law. And I, when I graduated, I was like, the business was doing so well. I was like, this is amazing. So I decided to carry on with the business instead of carrying on with law. And, um, 
I remember I was living by myself and I was working from my second bedroom and there would be like days in a row where I actually wouldn't leave the apartment and it was just not not a good setup yeah. and when I would go to like business networking events because like where else do you go when you run a business like how do you socialize like you don't have colleagues like you where do you go so I would go to like networking events and it would be men in suits and I was in my early 20s and I remember having like a few incidences where the conversations were just so bad and so dismissive of me and belittled me and I remember finding it so frustrating like I've just felt like I didn't fit in and I remember thinking I just want to get together with other women who are building businesses drink some wine and just chat about like our problems and what we're doing and how what's working what's not working so I had this idea to start something but I was in my like you know early mid-20s at the time and I just had so much imposter syndrome around it I was like who am I to create this like, why would anyone want to listen to me? And so I had the idea, I got a domain name, I set up a website and then literally just let it gather dust. I was just, I just was so afraid to put it out there. And then some time went by and I bought a different domain name, set up a new website. And I was like, this time I'm going to do it. And then again, it just gathered dust. And then, um, like literally years went by, I think it was three years and I was driving myself crazy. You know, that when you feel like you're made for more, like you're here for more and it's bubbling up inside of you, but you're not tapping into it. And it almost feels like it's kind of behind a bit of a glass wall and you just can't break through. Like that's how I felt. It was so frustrating. I ended up getting heart palpitations. I had so much anxiety. And in the end, I ended up going traveling to Australia because I was like, I can't do this anymore. And went traveling to Australia, hoping to have some kind of epiphany, had no epiphany, got home and was like, what am I going to do? And just kind of had like this moment of it all coming together, like a series of things happened that just were like wake up moments. And I remember one day just being like, I'm just going to do it. And so I came up with a different domain name. This time it was the Female Entrepreneur Association, set up the website and just like, I remember that Monday when I got to my desk, having this complete energy shift and just knowing as I sat at my desk, this time it's for real. And I went all in and went after it. And I just got out there and started connecting with other women and it felt momentum like so fast, like things began to like, it took me a long time to actually make money. (laughs) Um, But it, the momentum built up like the impact the relationships all that kind of developed quite quickly um and there wasn't really anything like it at the time like everything that was at the time this is 2011 so everything that there was that was aimed at women in business had such a masculine spin on it it didn't it felt intimidating for women it didn't feel like we could be ourselves it felt like we had to be something we weren't like and and i hated that and also or it was either that or it was really corporate and i'm like the i hate this corporate stuff i'm like we're in business we're creative we're ideas we're crazy people like we don't put us in some corporate box like that's not where we belong and so 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 yeah it was really fun to be able to do that and to be able to express myself through this online like brand so um yeah so that's how it all kind of started so much of what you're saying like even i know how hard it is i mean over a million women i mean i hope you know what an accomplishment that is and to create an environment and in a safe place where they can go and feel heard and seen and appreciated and like it's a it's a massive feat so i want to absolutely congratulate you Mm -hmm. and and also 
I have to tell you how amazing you are for the fact that you went to school to be a lawyer and then didn't do it. I know you had to have gotten slack from that, from your family and even your own, like, what am I doing? I went to school and paid all this money. People think that, you know, college is the ticket and often not like I know this and I'm sure you do being around the people that were around is so many of our of our friends that are lawyers and doctors and attorneys and and anesthesiologists and dentists and they're not making any money in those careers and they have all this debt and it takes years and years. So I just want to really yeah. applaud you, especially being so young to have the courage to do that. Like good for you. Yeah. I cannot say enough about that. It was terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I know. So That's you said that you had a moment where all of a sudden after three years and three different websites, you just said, I'm doing this. Can you help? Like, what was that shift? What do you think that shift was? Because I think a lot of people, you know, they know they're meant for more or they're struggling and they, they just don't know how to break free from, you know, the cycle. Right. Yeah. I, so for me, um, there was a series of things that happened where basically I just got so fed up on my own crap. Like uh, one of them was I was rereading the E-Myth revisited by Michael Gerber and he has this like this chapter on and this exercise in it where you imagine it's your funeral and it's like, oh. what would people be saying about the kind of life you live, the kind of things you achieved? And so there was that moment of thinking, oh, like, what am I doing right now? I think also, I think we all have a breaking point where the fear well, the frustration and the struggle of carrying on, knowing that you're not showing up the way you're meant to be showing up, you're not living the life you're meant to be living. There's a breaking point for all of us where we've had enough of ourselves and we're just like, oh, like it, I, I the, the fear of doing it or the fear of not doing it and the frustration of not doing it outweighs the fear of doing it and feeling like what if people, you know, what people might think or, you know, the things people might say or the, it doesn't even matter. I, once I got going with that, I really didn't care what anyone thought. It was just yeah. the fear of it before I'd done it. By the way, every day I have a three-day Unstoppable Agent class where we go over this in great, great te detail, teaching you how to be the top of mind expert in your area not utilizing old school techniques, but new 21st century digital marketing domination techniques. See you soon. And so I think, yeah, and I remember like, you know, just little things, like little things you hear over the years that just build and build and build when you surround yourself with the with people like, because I've always loved personal development. My dad's always been into it. He's always shared all sorts of books and programs with me. And I, you know, remember hearing Tony Robbins say, 10 years from near your, now, you'll surely arrive. The question is where? And I'd be like, where am I going to arrive? And um, yeah. sorry, there's a siren going by. But, um, and so it's like these little things that when you consume information that's helping you to move forward and live your best life and to create success, at first, it might feel like, oh, this isn't working. This isn't helping me. But actually, when you stick with it, it might take a year. It might take six months. It might take two years. It might take three years. It might take 10 years. But when you keep listening, I do really believe that everyone has that breaking point where it's like it's sunk in enough for us to be like, right, I'm doing this now. And um, I don't know. I think you also have to trust the timing of life and trust the timing of when it's right and... Um, at least that's why I tell myself because it makes me feel better. <laughs> yeah, I love your voice, by the way. It's so beautiful. Um, oh. it's so funny. It took me three years too. Like I wanted to change careers and be a coach, but it, and I wish I had done it sooner because had I had done it sooner, I know I would have been a lot, a lot significantly further along because there, when I was, what I was teaching, nobody was at all was doing it at the time. It was so far fetched. 
And um, for me, it was natural, but I, I waited three years. And just like you, one day I was reading the book, Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. And I literally just stopped what I was doing, like naked. I was blow drying my hair, went to my computer, did a post. And I'm like, I'm doing this right now, you know? And then, and, and I was doing really well. I was making awesome money. And people were like, you're crazy, Kristen. Normal people don't leave their, their successful career at 47 to go and be a coach. Like we love you, but no one's going to pay you to coach them. Not a good idea. And I'm just so happy I didn't listen, but it took me three years too. So any advice we can give you people is that when you have that calling, you take it. Don't wait three yeah. years like we did, right? Like, but I do agree yeah. everything happens for a reason and timing is everything. Okay. So yeah. I, I want to talk about your book because I also know personally how hard it is to write a book. And there's so many people that write a book that no one ever reads. And you have actually gotten an international bestseller. So the book, She Means Business. Can you give me some strategies that you've um, that you've taught other people to help them build their dream business? Because I know that's something you're very passionate about, especially you know from where you came from and where you are now. Um, right, dream business. Yeah. So I, I mean, I feel like there's like a few fundamental things that you just need to get in place to help you to build a dream business. I think for me, it really starts with that vision of like, what does your dream life actually look like? And what do you want your dream business to be? You don't have to know all the details, but just kind of a bit of an idea as to like what what do you want and i think it's really important to like start off by almost like putting that energetic stake in the ground of like this is what i'm here for this is what i want to make myself available for i want the success i want to build the business I, you know just to get that energy in yourself that of like what you're here for i think it's so important because you know when you're trying to build a business you're doing things you've never done before and it, it's going to push you outside of your comfort zone and i really do think that without that kind of courageous, fearless, kind of confident mindset, it's really easy to get in your own way and to just hold yourself back, hold yourself back, hold yourself back. So for me, that personal development, working on myself side, the inner work has been like such a focus because um, mm -hmm. we all just get in our own way. We all hold ourselves back. We're our worst, you know, own worst enemies. Um, so I feel like that is like one of the first pieces and then i feel like it's just really simple like i mean if you're building an online business you um need to get people to you know discover you to know what you're about you need to get those people to fall in love with you to engage with you to want to find out more from you then you need to get those people to buy from you and then you need to get them to become happy raving customers because you've delivered yes. something so incredible um that they want to go and tell all their friends and family about you so like when you break it down and you simplify it there are like there's like a few simple things that you have to get right. And it's like, okay, so what does it take to get discovered? What does that need to look like? How can that be simple and easy? And what do we need to do? Okay, so for example, one thing might be, you know, building a lead gen funnel so that you can build an email list or starting a podcast, but it's just breaking those down those steps into really small, actionable, simplified steps. So it's not this overwhelming massive, oh my God, I don't know, these things and actually what is a really straightforward pathway you can take to get you like these little moving pieces because you I mean you once you've kind of got the you know what your business is about and your mission and who your audience are and the frustrations and you you know you've got that piece you've got a you've got an irresistible offer piece in place you've got a sales funnel in place you've got your visibility strategy in place it's kind of like like let's go 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 so i yeah. i think it's just like and this is like I always think you just have to keep it simple because it's so easy to overcomplicate things and for it, it then feels impossible, but anyone can figure this stuff out. And like, 
And that's what I always think, like anyone can be a millionaire, like anyone can build a seven figure business. It's not reserved for a special few people. It's just like showing up for one deciding that it's yours. Yeah. You made a really good point earlier though. And you said, and I agree with this too. And this is what I find that the most people struggle with. And that is sticking to things. It's like, they expect to have immediate success or they don't see it quick enough, or they come up to failures and obstacles and they just go, Oh, that's my warning sign that I should stop. Right. But mm -hmm. if people would just stick to things and keep on going and keep on pushing, like I look back and I forget and you do, you forget. My, my, yeah. my assistant just told me, she, my team member, she goes, you need to go back and read your book because you were saying in that book how 26 months it took you to start making any money. And I was like, I forgot, you know, but, but I didn't, you have to keep going. And that I think is so important for people because, you know, you are just three feet away from gold. You are, but people stop too soon. Yeah. I just wish that we would be able to really get, get people to understand that, you know? Yeah. I think the other big thing as well that popped into my mind when you're talking is I think I was watching a video of you where you were talking about your story and about how, when you got started in real estate, how you, um, got your yourself on all the buses and then you actually got yourself on TV and you were doing adverts on the TV and getting yourself out there. And you went out to play big to kind of get yourself discovered and get yourself known. And when I started the Female Entrepreneur Association in 2011, I started running Facebook ads. I didn't have anything to sell actually, but I knew I had to play bigger and I had to get myself out there. And sometimes when I look at people who are really having those breakthroughs and making it, they're willing to invest mm -hmm. and take the risk in making that payment. Like when you went on the TV or went on the buses, you didn't, you make it paying that money, but you didn't know for sure that it was going to pay off. But I mean, it's crazy what people can do now. Like we didn't, I, mean, I started running Facebook ads right when they came out as well. Just like you, I just had to learn it. I mean, I I'm older than you too. So I'm not the most techie still. Um, but I, it's like, you just have to learn and keep going and you have to invest and take, take risks. And I think right now more than ever, that is more important than ever because yeah. Even though it's the, the 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 economy is the way it is, people are looking for solutions. They need help now more than they ever have, right? There's so much desperation out there, and so I'm just glad that you actually are helping um, helping women. And, and it's so weird too. I will tell you, Carrie, that I never realized. I never felt this like you were talking about feeling like belittled and not being seen. And when you were in that corporate world and and you know in these different organizations with mostly men, I never felt that way until I started working more in the entrepreneurial world. But for whatever reason, when I was in real estate, you know, I've been six years now in this new era, but it didn't, it was mostly females, females did better. So I never felt that way, but I definitely have felt it more of a boys club kind of a thing yeah. now more than ever in this whole online space, you know? Yeah, I know. It's funny, isn't it? Yeah. I think that's why it's important to um, make the, make, build those relationships with people like the, where you feel like you belong. I think that yes. sense of belonging is so empowering. Um, yes. Otherwise it's easy to retreat into a shell mm -hmm. and to not want to kind of put yourself out there. 
And I think it's especially important for women. In fact, there's a lot of data a lot about that. You know, women, we, we, dopamine is released when we have interaction. So it's especially important for us. So I'm going to ask you a question that's kind of selfish. So I'm selfishly wanting to know, because this is an amazing, I know how hard this is. Talk to us, like, what is the secret sauce? I know it's not just one thing, but being able to build your brand and being able to build, you know, the, the, um, um, the FEA's community to over a million people, like that is just absolutely amazing. Being able to take a business, you know, the female, entrepreneur association to where it's at like what what was your secret sauce behind that i think it's been like i think it's a combination of things firstly i think that it's really having a really strong mission and message when like that you're sharing that people that really resonates with people that really draws people in so like some of the feedback that i have got consistently over the years is like but you're so honest you're so real and um i think it's like owning who you are and like letting the world see that and mm. not trying to be like someone else and really just being the real authentic, like your real authentic self and then figuring out what is it that I have to say? Because I think when you're building an online business, whether you're a coach or service-based or you have digital products or whatever it is, like the only way we can let people know about what we're doing is to communicate. So you have to become like such a good communicator. You have to be so become so good at sharing your message. And that just takes time of just yeah. practicing, putting stuff out, putting stuff out. But I think that um, a lot of people are afraid because you're afraid to say the wrong thing. And I, I get it because I've also been there too. Yeah. But I think it's just like, you've really got to tune in. What is it that you are here to say? And when I started FEA, I knew some things, but over the years I've chipped away at that and away at that and 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 to figure out what is it that I want to say? And I've gone through phases as well. Like when I had kids, I was like, I don't know what to say anymore. Like my world <laughs> just changed. I don't know what to say. So like I've gone through these phases and felt like I've had to kind of redefine actually what is it that I want? Because you don't have anything to say, then you're never going to be able to build a community. Mm. Communities are created because like there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a common thread. There's a sense of belonging, but yeah. you can only have that sense of belonging when you know what you're belonging to it's when you've all got that mission that is that rally cry isn't it we all stand yeah. for something come and stand with us so i think the stronger that you can make that messaging the more powerful the easier it's going to be to build that community and i honestly think the other thing is just that visibility piece it's a being about willing to invest and take the risks to get yourself out there and um for me for me, the, the thing that shortcutted it was ads. And like I used ads because when I built my first business, the phone unlocking, I got that off the ground using Google AdWords. I paid, I paid to, 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 to get like, my business out there. Yeah. Okay. And oh, I yeah. think that over the years, every single mastermind I've been in, the recurring theme that has always come up is the person that's willing to pay the most the makes the most. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I, I've heard it over and over again. So it's like, and so I've always been willing to, to pay, to get out there. And like, I mean, I say that and I still feel totally inspired by that because I know I could do more and I could figure it out more. So yes, there's a lot of figuring out that you have to do. So you're not just wasting money, obviously, yeah. but like for me, that is what then amplified everything. Like I had a really solid mission. I had a really good message. And so when I put ads into the mix, it then helped to kind of get it out there in a really, really amazing way. So, so yeah, ads, ads have really helped. And like, obviously, you know, social media and all that stuff, but the social media landscape has changed so much in the past decade. And 
oh, blooming heck, honestly, it's so overwhelming now. Like all the different things you can do on it, all the different features of just even one platform and all the different strategies for all those different features and then new platforms coming out and then it changes in an instant and all of a sudden your reach dies and it's just like, oh, this is so hard. And I know ads change too. And I know there's been a lot of changes in ads over the past few years, but still like it's still the one of the, like the biggest part of like our strategy for getting out there, creating visibility. And I just don't think a lot of people realize it. Well, and they're not, like you said, I love it because I always talk about attention is currency, right? The more attention, the more eyes you get on you, the more money you'll make. I always talk about, I mean, last year for the Super Bowl, Big Bowl, people paid $7 million for 30 seconds of exposure because they know how important it is. Listen, everyone, we are about to wrap up. Um, I want them to learn more about, you know, the the Female Entrepreneur Association and how they can learn more um, about it and how they can get exposed to it, Carrie. And so if you can just tell them that, because I know that most of my audience is women and um, I want to make sure I get this out to the world. Oh, um, well, just like come and say hi on Instagram. My Instagram is at I am Carrie Green or at Female Entrepreneur Association. And there's tons of information on the website. There's the podcast. So, yes, if you're yes. interested, check it out. And if you guys go to theprovenmodel.com slash Carrie Green, theprovenmodel.com slash Carrie Green, all of her information will be there and you can be able to get uh, into more information about her association. And she offers so many tools and so many resources there to help you like expand your business and go read her book too. I mean, mm -hmm. I am, um, I'm going to read your book. I just bought a book yesterday. So as soon as that one is in, your book is on my oh. list. So um, oh. I haven't been able to do it yet, unfortunately, but I, I, I'm I want to, because I, I just adore who you are. And I, and I can tell that you are so authentic and you are so real. And that's why you are so lovable. So everybody remember <laughs> that. So <laughs> Carrie, thank you for being here. I always like to end it this way. If there was one small piece of advice, whether it's business, personal relationships, uh, what would you say before we end? Oh, the first thing that popped into my head was this quote by Viktor Frankl. He said, everything in life can be taken away from you except for your freedom to choose how you respond. And for me, that quote is everything because it's like, how do you choose to show up? How do you choose to respond? How do you choose to kind of live your dream life? And I live my life by that. I find it so empowering. So yeah, that's what I'll share. I love that. That is so true too. Carrie, thank you so much. Remember Aww. everyone, knowledge is not power but implementation is listening to her 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 amazing advice as far as making seven figures a year over a million people that she's gotten to her association from at a very very young age and just absolutely crushing life so go out there and uh, go to theprovenmodel.com slash carrie green sign up for her book learn more about her association and i hope you are just as fired up as i am thanks everyone well, thank Bye. you. By the way, every day I have a three-day unstoppable agent class where we go over this in great, great detail, teaching you how to be the top of mind expert in your area, not utilizing old school techniques, but new 21st century digital marketing domination techniques. See you soon.